AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations about the business of media and entertainment. I'm TV business writer Jennifer Moss. Dennis Miller and Brad Schwartz took charge of the CW Network last fall when they were appointed network president and entertainment president, respectively, by new owner Nexstar. With the fall TV season upon us at a particularly tumultuous time for Hollywood, I spoke with Pop TV alum Schwartz and Sony Pictures and Lionsgate TV vet Miller about their sports unscripted and acquired international content heavy slate as well as the larger plan for the network born in 2006 out of the merger between CBS's UPN and Warner Brothers' The WB. Stay tuned for more after the break. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. 
There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And we're back with Brad Schwartz and Dennis Miller on the reinvention of the CW Network. So I'm going to start with like the most recent uh, question, which is at what point the decision was made during the summer to alter the fall schedule, given the changes from upfront time to then? You know, it, I, I don't think it's all that different. Um, I think the big the biggest change was that we had all American on the schedule, which, um, you know, at the time the strike wasn't happening and we thought that show would deliver for fourth quarter. Uh, it's a monster of a show for us. And uh, we were very smartly pairing that with a great show, um, 51st Street. Um, when the, the strike impacted All-American, we just had to make a little change, you know, there. Uh, so we moved our, our comedy block that we had talked about to Monday nights. We thought that was a good uh, competitive um, night for comedies. And then uh, on Tuesdays, uh, we signed a great deal with NFL Films to bring inside the NFL uh, to the CW which uh, which brings the NFL, you know, the biggest sports brand in, in the country, um, a very valuable NFL crest, uh, a partner in NFL films, uh, and a 40-year well-known sports franchise that has won Emmys and, uh, and for the first time ever is available for sponsorship and advertising. So that was a really exciting opportunity for us um, to get into a partnership with the NFL. And besides that, I don't think anything else has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis, the number of deals that I've made, you know, speaking about inside the NFL, but just strictly on sports rights, there have been three since the last time uh, that we talked. So I want to know how that came about, how long those talks were going and if there's more coming. Liv, um, you know, we were, uh, you know, obviously like everyone kind of like, wow, this is a huge new development and potentially could be very interesting for CW. Um, obviously, there's a lot of uh, you know, field to plow right now for the live folks and the PIF and the PGA, and they're doing what they're doing, and and we hope it comes to a you know a successful conclusion. They've announced the first half of next season that we did back in New York a while ago, but 
you know, we're we're just fingers crossed and hope that this comes to a place where live and PGA can, you know, coexist in a good way. And I think uh, we think that's where this will all end up. But we uh, we you know remain kind of cautiously optimistic. Uh, and then the ACC, um, Sean Compton, who you know, Jenny, I believe, you know, had been in conversations for a long time with the Raycom folks, which is owned by Gray. And he had really kind of initiated the conversations as the ACC, as Raycom was able to pull a package together of, you know, top college football and basketball games, um, given the, you know, uh, the existing incumbents in place. And so uh, we jumped in and uh, Sean and Leanne, our CFO at Nextdoor, really, you know, actively were negotiating for some time and then with the season approaching, it it was moving expeditiously, and ultimately we're able to uh, you know secure those rights and launching, as you know, September 9th. Uh, inside the NFL, uh, came across the transom from Ross Quito over at NFL Films, and we were delighted when we heard that there may be an opportunity to move the Emmy Award-winning top show off of Showtime and HBO. Well, after all those years and have NFL Tuesday night wrapping up the weekend and Monday night schedule. So that happened and moved, you know, very quickly. Um, and NASCAR had been in the, being negotiated uh, for some time. This was really at the next star level with Perry and, you know, all of his team, Leanne, Sean, the whole gang and ourselves had a series of meetings with the NASCAR folks. And I think the, these were both founder companies, the France family and, Perry having started Nextdoor uh, and being the fifth largest shareholder in the company. There was a commonality of, of kind of perspectives and interests. The Xfinity came up opportunistically and we pounced and, you know, successfully were able to make that seven year deal with them. So, uh, you know, a lot happened very, very quickly, very opportunistically. I think the combination of cable erosion, creating concerns for leagues, wanting this broad distribution, RSN implosion, uh, retooling of leagues, which is ongoing right now. And uh, I think Brad and I were both very, uh, you know, uh, surprised and excited about what was coming our way. So we went from zero, as Brad and I like to say, to, uh, you know, 450 hours in 2025 of sports. <laughs> yeah, just, let me, uh, I'll just put one more um, uh button on the end of that so yeah so you know six months ago and historically zero live sports on the cw this year we'll have over 300 hours of live sports and in 2025 we'll have 450 hours of sports and we'll have live sports on the cw 48 weekends a year and uh that's moving very quickly into uh into the sports business and what i love and the other new thing that's happened is we now have CW programming hours on Saturday and Sunday afternoons, which we've never had, which also just allows for audience flow, that uh, you can talk to those audiences during the day about stuff that's coming into prime. Football can push to golf. Golf can push to college football. College football can push back to golf. And uh, and then we can you know use all of that to promote our primetime lineup. So it's uh, it's really it's really exciting. And to answer the second part of your question that you asked, Dennis, as you can imagine, when when you announce all these great big sports things, every other sports league starts calling. And so, yes, I don't I don't think we're done. A little bit more for you on that, Brad, which is what the balance is like for you moving forward. Then, as we look at the new CW with sports being such an important part of this, 
what the rest of your schedule looks like. You know, obviously there's the weekend and then there's prime time during the week. And if you see more of it moving there, if there's a chance for that, and then how much time you have to program scripted and unscripted during the week and what you're looking for that balance there. Yeah, I, you know, I think in our la- in Nextstar's last earnings report, our CEO mentioned how we were starting to look and feel a lot more like Fox, you know, in that we have two hours of prime time a night, and now we're getting into major sports on the weekends. Uh, our prime time lineup is still going to be heavily entertainment programming. Um, you know, I've always kind of thought um, as we evolve the CW, it'll be very balanced, fifty fifty between scripted and unscripted. And, uh, and of course, when we have the opportunity to put some sports into prime time, we're going to take some shots and, and do that. Uh, and having inside the NFL in prime time on Tuesdays, that's just where it's always been for 40 years. That was kind of the easiest scheduling decision of all time. Um, but we have some ACC football games coming that'll be in prime. Um, our first game on the ninth will be in prime. Uh, and then two weeks later, we're going to have you know five hours of live golf leading into three and a half hours of ACC football. That's eight and a half hours straight of live sports on the CW. It's just, it's, it's never happened before. So uh, we'll put some sports into prime where we can, but really from what we presented at the upfront our you know, two hours a night, seven nights a week um, is, uh, you know, still very heavily entertainment programming. Um, you know, as Brad said, not much change for you all in the fall schedule, especially compared to your competitors who might have been a little riskier uh, in making their initial decisions. So Dennis, I want to know how that ended up affecting the upfront um, and what sales look like and what partnerships look like going into this fall. Um, the first that you guys are really modifying and changing and in control of the fall schedule. Well, we got lucky in ways because, you know, it was uh, we were had a number of, uh, you know, high profile, and high quality series that Brad and his team were able to you know, go out and dig under a lot of rocks and talk to a lot of talented production companies in the UK and Canada and elsewhere and find, you know, opportunities to put this programming on our prime time in the fall. Uh, we were ending a lot of stuff that had been already committed under the previous owners. So we were taking on a lot and, and running a lot of stuff, but we, you know, were fortunate to have a number of scripted series that were just getting started on the CW. Obviously, we, as Brad just said, we've got sports on the weekend. And, you know, Brad can tell you, but I, you know, we have a pretty active nonfiction slate right now that is shooting around the country. So I think compared to our competitors who were hunkering down, and as you know, Jenny, uh, talking publicly about selling assets, I think we were very uh, pleased and, and happy to be building and buying. Uh, so we we think we're in a we're in a pretty good place. Uh, Brad, going into this fall from a marketing perspective, you know, we talked back in May, but you were like, we've got more to come and you'll see how it rolls out so far. But promoting the fall and promoting the new CW, also given that we know that this might not be exactly what things look like next fall, this could be very different. So how you're branding yourselves as the new CW with kind of an asterisk that like more to come things could change. Like we obviously don't have the same tools going into this fall that we could have to program. Yeah. I mean, look, we've, uh, we knew that the fall was going to be a lot of new and exciting content on the schedule and uh, we need to keep our powder dry and keep our marketing dollars ready for fall. Uh, We just closed our upfront and we have ratings targets to hit and we have a bunch of new shows that we think are going to hit them. And so we want to give those shows the best chance possible. So we've saved a lot of our marketing money. 
um, you know, to promote um, priorities like Sullivan's Crossing, like Son of a Critch, like Inside the NFL, like F-Boy Island, um, the sports on the weekend. Um, so we're going to be putting a lot of money behind, you know, giving those shows a great sh chance. Uh, and then what comes, you know, as Dennis said, I mean, we have uh, 10 to 15 unscripted series currently in production, shooting all over the country. Our, our, our unscripted team visiting all these places, they're constantly out of the office. But we have a lot of really ambitious, exciting, new, original, homegrown, unscripted content coming. And then also, you know, we have about five scripted series that are that are that are going that are co-productions that are independent productions that are that got waivers and are, are being produced and um and so we're really excited about homegrown from scratch um scripted content that's coming and then for some of the acquisitions that we've made be it you know sullivan's crossing or son of a critch those shows are shooting second and third seasons and we are creatively involved as co-producers on all of those shows so uh, so our scripted team is crazy busy with a whole bunch of new stuff coming um, in the new year. And our unscripted team is busy and we continue with sports. We continue inside the NFL. And, and you know, the, 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 the soundbite I like to say is this fall, the CW will have more scripted content on its schedule than any other broadcaster. <laughs> uh, so if you had to give the best, like what you want, the identity of the CW to be known as right now, and if you want to kind of leave it open for what it'll be in the future, what would you say? You know, you know, what our goal was certainly to try and get broader. And uh, when you look at all the broadcast networks, I mean, we are broadcast. We're not a niche cable channel. We have to reach the largest audiences possible. We need those audiences to fall in love with us and want to spend a lot of time with us. Um, but if you steal some of the, the, the magic of the old CW, the CW was always a contrarian brand. It was always a more youthful brand. Um, and I think there are some things in that world that we can put on the new CW. I think we're an underdog. I think that's a really nice place to be. Uh, we strive to be one of the, you know, to be big five network. Um, and, uh, and, and all of our programming choices are pushing us there. And that's why we want comedy fans and, and adult drama fans and sports fans and big unscripted fans to all come here. And uh, we are currently working on a channel redesign, not a new name, but a redesign that kind of feels elastic enough where all of these things make sense um, all together uh, and wraps up. But I love the idea of, of feeling different than the other broadcast networks, of maybe being a little more youthful in our tone, even at, uh, just so that everything feels different when you come to the CW. But we are making broad choices, um, but also things that, and you'll see in some of our newer announcements that haven't come out yet, uh, some really contrarian things that I think the early days of Fox when they started, and they had things like Married with Children that was just different than anybody else was doing. I think you're going to see a little of that coming as well. But if we can be an underdog, a contrarian, a little more youthful, um, a way of combining audiences that are might be in their 50s on linear, and they should have a passionate connection to the CW, and then that same content reach a completely unduplicated younger audience on streaming and make that all feel make sense together, uh, that's the goal. So what have you all seen um, from Nextstar in terms of your uh, spend that you've been given, the access to content spend, marketing spend in this new CW? Um, I think Dennis, you know, nailed it before. I think you look out there at the media industry and a lot of people are contracting. We're hearing, you know, interviews that people give or people are trying to get rid of, uh, of, of assets. And then I look at the CW and 
gosh, I think we have 10 or 20 positions that we're hiring for. We're hiring, we're growing, we're spending tons of money on sports rights. Um, we're investing in scripted and unscripted and like 450 hours original content that'll be on the CW next year. We're investing in our digital platforms. Um, so I see, you know, I, I think a lot of people that come and pitch us these days are like, you guys are the only buyers in town, you know, as a, as a joke. I, I think we're, I think we're playing offense and, um, and that's exciting. That doesn't mean we can compete with Netflix budgets or Disney budgets, et cetera. We do have to be smarter and, and scrappier and find things that other in places other people aren't looking um, and, and hit above our weight and have a, and have a high batting average at the same time. But, um, but I think we're being very aggressive and, uh, and, and playing offense. Uh, Dennis, has that at all affected um, the ideas of the path to profitability for the CW that were previously projected? Uh, I don't think so. I think that we, you know, that the entire company said, hey, sports is a way to drive asset value for the CW and probably the smartest, you know, component here vis-a-vis -vis our local broadcasters. As you know, we have 30 plus CW stations. Uh, they've never had sports before. The MVPDs and the virtual MVPDs have made it clear that sports is really the driver of value for consumers. We've been the beneficiary of a lot of RSNs uh, between their debt structures and the cable situation and, and bundles starting to decline dramatically that, you know, imploded. We've been the beneficiary of that. So I think our big boss, you know, Perry Sook likes to say, hey, I want to play smart TV. I want to play Moneyball. I'm not interested in peak TV. That, that was something that Landgraf coined brilliantly at the time. And I think everyone's pulling back from that, but it's time to play smart TV right now. We'll be back with more from Brad and Dennis after this break. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And we're back with more from Brad Schwartz and Dennis Miller on the reinvention of the CW Network. 
I mean, and this was back in April, but with you all hiring your first ever chief digital officer, I want to know what that signals for the future of the CW. There were a lot of people, you know, talking about what the relationship with streaming would be uh, post the sale. And I just want to know what you guys are planning going forward. I mean, I think a couple of things, you know, Brad likes to say the CW needs to be everywhere. Uh, and I think, you know, a brand needs to be touching consumers everywhere. And as we're seeing, you get an audience, you know, just by way of past example, an audience for All-American on the CW, an audience that is, you know, median age 59, an audience that's median age 29 for All-American on the CW digital platform, and then a top 10 performing show on Netflix a week later. So these shows have different audiences and different touch points and engagement. And I think a lot of people, you know, witness, you know, suits off of USA being the number one streaming show on Netflix today. So uh, we made a big hire in Ashley Hovey coming out of Roku. We love the experience and knowledge. She came off of one of the top performing, you know, Avod platforms out there. You know, Jenny, what Pluto and Tubi and Freevee and Roku are doing in terms of driving audience awareness. They're now showing up on Nielsen reports here. So uh, you're going to see over the next, uh, certainly, you know, one to two years and starting very soon, uh, a very aggressive content acquisition strategy for the CW Digital. Uh, we're going to grow. It was a bit of an afterthought under the previous owners, but, you know, generate a lot of impressions. So we're going to really focus on that 25 to 40 year old spot. The app is being upgraded dramatically. So we have, you know, kind of best in class vis-a-vis -vis our peers. And then a, a lot of hours and half hours and programs, fast channels and uh, just, you know, on demand programming that will supplement around that 25 to 40 year old base. So that is, uh, you know, maybe one of the biggest growth opportunities for the CW overall. And you're going to see the resources and people, you know, put against that under Ashley's direction. Uh, so with that, I want to know what the future of any outside partnerships for streaming look like, as you all mentioned, how well All-American does on Netflix. So a decision like that, whenever that does come back, um, what you see is those. Is there more of a thought to wanting to own your own content and stream your own content? Or do you continue those partnerships that have proven I'll, to be successful? I'll let that softball go to Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, you know, one of the one of the biggest challenges of the of the previous CW is they didn't have the rights to the content. The, the content was fabulous, but and and as Dennis said, in in a week where Succession was had its finale and Ted Lasso had its finale, uh, the All American on Netflix beat both of them on the Nielsen ratings. Like we know that the CW can create hits, and uh, and one of the the issues with the old CW is those rights, you know, were CBS rights and they were Warner rights, and so that kind of third, fourth, fifth, sixth window on this programming was never really credited back to the CW. And all the new content we're doing, both scripted and unscripted, all those rights are ours. And so as we decide, you know, the, the future of CW content after we've monetized it on linear and we've made the biggest hay with it on linear and we've monetized it on our, on our digital platforms, those decisions of where else we can take that content to monetize it are now completely ours. And, uh, and Ashley Hovey um, is, is working on a ton of strategies um, that can make sure that every CW show is watched by as many people as possible and that we are monetizing those connections everywhere it happens. So that's absolutely a top three strategy for the future of the CW. 
you know, you've got midseason, not locked at all because no one does, uh, but you do have a plan moving forward. And I think looking at it, you have roughly half of those shows that you've listed are done and in the can and can go, but several of them aren't. So I want to know, you know, with the ongoing strikes, how soon you all feel like you need to go back into production to be able to hit a midseason target for some of those and how soon you need to rethink those being part of that grouping. Yeah, we're we're in really really good shape. Um, the the strike impacted shows for us: All American, All American Homecoming, Walker, Superman and Lois, um, Librarians, which we announced at the upfront. Um, those shows are all you know waiting for the strike to end. Um, but you know we have a ton of scripted content that is out there, co productions that that are that is are in production. Um, that show Joan that we talked about that we're really excited about that's a co-production uh, with the UK that Sophie Turner is starring in that show just wrapped that's going to be an awards conversation piece that's just looking amazing and then as we mentioned we have a ton of unscripted uh, content that we haven't even announced yet um, but I'm sure Rob has a plan for, for <laughs> us to everybody know about that soon but I, I mean I look at our Q1 I'm looking at it right now in our Q2 um, I mean, we are solid right through to kind of Q3. So I think we're in good shape. And and hopefully this strike ends really soon and we can get into production on all of those other amazing hit shows and have those come in Q3, Q4. And it's going to be a real solid year for, for the CW. I mean, we have new seasons of Son of a Critch, new seasons of Children Ruin Everything, new seasons of Run the Burbs, new seasons of Family Law. I mean, Family Law last week just on a Friday night just killed it. Um, and then a ton of unscripted stuff that, as I said, we'll we'll be announcing here momentarily. But we're uh, we're in really good shape, and and we will maintain that kind of fifty fifty scripted unscripted plus sports well into halfway through two thousand twenty four without any problem. So, do you see like have you made multiple plans for what midseason look like yet? Is there any chance that you could make those dates? You think if there was uh, that happening, or are you really looking at these? new unscripted shows uh filling that yeah i i i think we have a schedule that is set through q2 of 2024 so halfway through 2024 i think we're pretty solid and you'll be seeing those announcements coming soon and then hopefully all the great you know hopefully the strike ends and everyone get back to to work on these shows that we're also really excited about and if those can come in the second half of next year i think it's going to be as i said a really wonderful year uh, Dennis, do you see the DirecTV blackout, if it continues to go through on next uh, next our stations into September, how much that might affect your relaunch plans and, and what the wider reach of the CW looks like this fall? Uh, it's not going to affect our relaunch plans. We're hopeful that it gets concluded by around Labor Day here. And these things tend to happen around the NFL season, you know, uh, kicking off in earnest. So we're uh, hopeful about that, that there's a, a good resolution for both sides here, but we have uh, no plans to alter the kickoff of our you know fall schedule. It tends to impact uh, you know all stations, all ratings at about thirteen to fourteen percent of you know your your normally delivered audience. Um, but I think you know reasonable heads will prevail, and we'll all be back in business you know come Labor Day. As you mentioned, uh, some assets conversation going around in the whole environment right now. I know this came up on the earnings call and Perry was asked about it. Uh, but the chance that Nexar could be looked at uh, and seen as a potential buyer for ABC or CBS 
what conversations like that out there in the media make you all think about when the CW is what you're focused on and, and what Nexstar has said they are focused on? Look, I think that the nice thing is, is that we're in a very enviable situation because unlike our peers, we have, you know, where you have very low leverage, we have, you know, really good cash flow. We have a really good margin business. We're not in streaming, which is a great advantage. Uh, who would have thought, but seems to be a great <laughs> advantage for your, your cash flow and balance sheet. We're heading into what is going to be a tumultuous, loud political year, which is always a boon for local broadcast. So, uh, and we have a, you know, a great mix of Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, and CW stations. So I like our, you know, uh, our situation as it is and as we're heading into after what has been, you know, bumpy and challenging for everybody, uh, our you know, our other peers have announced that they're going to probably need to make strategic moves with their assets. And uh, I think, you know, when we recently, Perry recently hired Mike Beard from Fox, who's had a front row seat for all of the, you know, accomplishments and, and building that has gone on at Fox. And he'll be the new president COO starting early next week. So uh, I think we're, we're in a really good situation to look at everything that comes our way and and continue to figure out, hey, what's the best alignment of assets, you know, going forward here. Uh, so I know Dennis has extended his contract. Brad, are you staying with us for the foreseeable future? This is his last day, Jenny. It's really sad. <laughs> it's a real bummer. Thank you. <laughs> but this is a wonderful, wonderful way to go out. <laughs> Great way to go out. <laughs> uh, oh, am I supposed to answer that question? Oh, yes, you're supposed to answer that question, yes. <laughs> I've uh, I've never had more fun in my career. Uh, this is this has been absolutely thrilling. Uh, like I think we've assembled a hell of a team. We already talk, talked about Ashley Hubby, and she's a genius and an incredible executive. And Chris Battaccini, who was the former CMO of of uh, HBO, is now running marketing for us. And and uh, an amazing new head of BA and Tom Martin, who you know, worked for Katzenberg and worked for NBC. And Heather Olander is a superstar and one of the greatest unscripted executives in the entire industry. And Liz Wise, who runs our scripted team, who has done both current and scripted for some of the biggest CW scripted hits of all time, is running our scripted team. It's just, it's a really amazing team that that Dennis and 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 I have been able to assemble. Um, I and I love it. And I, you know, I'll uh, I'll hitch my wagon to Dennis and just we'll keep rolling. Uh, yeah, Jenny, we, we are a team. We've been a team before, and I couldn't do the things that I like to do without somebody with Brad's skill set and capabilities, you know, managing the day-to-day -day and, and his programming and marketing instincts. And I get to spend some time thinking about, you know, where we go from here and deal with some of the larger kind of business, you know, dynamics here. So we found the right yin and yang. I feel very blessed to have Brad as my partner. Brad, I know we had already talked about, and I was pretty excited to hear with Sullivan's crossing coming. There's that old CW connection with Chad Michael Murray and Scott Patterson yeah. being in that series. And then you all picking up the librarians. There's these touch points. And then obviously the shows that you did were new. Um, and so I want to know, you know, with the strike being looming there, if there are other ways that you're trying to find to keep that running through um, to midseason to next uh, spring and stuff with that still being a question mark. Are there other acquisitions you're looking at other ways to have those little ties? 100%. Look, we, we don't want to alienate an audience that we spent 20 years cultivating. 
Um, it just can't be the only thing we do, right? It can be like one of five things that we do. Uh, we are currently in production on a scripted series that may or may not have a star from Riverdale. Um, so uh, little touch points um, mm -hmm. like that are always in the back of our minds. Um, when we make casting decisions, how can we, um, you know, maybe have a little bit of a nod uh, to, uh, to to the old CW. Um, but um, but it's certainly, you know, one of five things, as, as I said. Uh, there are there are some comedies that are that are coming that I feel harken back to those early days of maybe those amazing African American comedies that used to you know be on the old UPN, um, and so I think there will always be a little bit of, of that. And of course, we have you know four huge shows coming back uh, from the CW. So yeah, we always had that in the back of our mind um, uh, to to play in some of the places we've been successful as we look to grow into new places at the same time. Uh, and then my last one is for both of you, which is I really did think it was very accurate to describe the CW, uh, the upcoming CW, as looking more and more like Fox. And even more so behind the scenes with all of your recent hires, <laughs> one being very much from Fox, but the level and the caliber, you all yourselves, uh, of what the CW has right now. I want you to know if you all see the industry looking at you that way yet, even if the schedule proves that way, if you've seen your reputation, the way the CW is seen right now, do you see yourselves at that level with who you're talking to and, and how those conversations go? Or do you feel like you still have a ways to go before other people catch up with their opinion of the CW? I would say we, you know, we are, uh, we got a ways to go. We're just getting started. Um, purchase was in October. Most of the team joining first of the year, uh, just sports just coming on to the network. Uh, you know, it took uh, obviously Fox a number of years before the they developed some really cool alternative shows. And then Rupert had the brilliant idea of which he was you know questioned about to bring the NFL to Fox. And that really took it to a whole nother level. So, um, you know, we're just getting started. I think we know some things are. Hopefully some things are going to work and a lot of things are not going to work and we're going to fail fast and, and then put on things that work. But no, we've got we got work to do. We've got a, a longstanding tradition that we want to, as Brad said, be sensitive to, but now kind of build on. Um, we're going to, you know, I think hopefully have the benefit of seeing what some of our you know competitors are doing and what's working or not. We're realigning the stations in a way where we have the best kind of distribution architecture out there. Um, and put the best people in place. But we know this is a, uh, you know, this is a half marathon. It's not a sprint. So we've got to, uh, you know, we're just, we're just getting up to the starting line and getting ready to go. But we have, we have a lot of work to do. It's, uh, it's execution time now. You know, we've laid out some plans for phase one, and it really is just a phase one. And now it's, uh, now it's a go prove it. Now let's go execute. And we have the right team to do it. And after phase one, we'll get more into homegrown development. We'll get our digital strategy, you know, rolling and it's the right team to do it. And uh, it's a really exciting, exciting time now and, and, and looking forward to the future. How many phases do we have plotted out right now? 38. 38. No, no. Well ahead of Marvel. <laughs> so just really have long-term things. Uh, well, it's always a pleasure speaking to you guys. Thank you so much for giving me this much time today. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Variety Strictly Business. You can find new episodes weekly on Apple Podcasts.
know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.